Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi everybody um yeah we're here uh what, what a week for pro wrestling am i right um you went to all all in i believe yes you did i i don't believe i know uh you text <laughs> me about it uh Obviously, this is a star on podcast, but since that was, you know, the biggest wrestling show ever, uh, how, how was your experience? You know, I'm trying to be a good friend, a good host. How was your experience? Just real quick. No, I've never been at a show at a venue like that, obviously, and nobody mm. has. <laughs> um, and it's a lot different because, um, like, yeah. I've never been to an arena show. I've never been to a TV taping like they don't do those here um mm. so i've only ever been to indie shows and it's just such a different experience like i feel like yes you don't pick up on anything apart from like the big near falls and the big like dramatic spots like you need those otherwise the venue just cannot get into it so it's just a really different experience like i feel like uh mjf and adam cole had the entire venue wrapped around its finger but I yeah. would have hated that watching on TV. Like, I'd have been like, oh, that's so overdramatic and shit. But, like, you have to do that to make everybody, like, understand what's going on, kind of. So, yeah, it just, it was a totally you know, different experience than I've ever had before. It's really interesting because my favorite spot, and, of course, we'll get into Stardom really quickly, but I just wanted to mention that I was thinking about that specific thing is that it's, like, my favorite spot of the night was uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, doing yeah. like a makeshift Taipei deathmatch thing where he like taped up his hand and but, like dipped it in glass and shit. And I was just like, nobody sees, like nobody knows what he's doing right now. Like, cause like realistically that probably looked pretty shit if you were like further than. Oh, I thought, uh, you I know, thought it like, was like thumbtacks or something. I had no idea what he was doing. See, yeah, no, he, he was doing like a, a he was doing da- Taipei death, yeah. which is a crazy callback. <laughs> um, but I was just like, I imagine like a good, 30,000 people have no idea what the fuck is happening right now because it's just like it wasn't you have to shoot it insanely well in that sort of situation and you know it's just it's difficult to see uh i remember and not to name drop i remember pulse one time being like yeah i went to a wrestle kingdom and it was awesome but like i don't really need to go again because it's like stadium shows aren't you know like some people are really into them and like sometimes like they're really like cool and it's like to be a part of it's dope but like the actual viewing instance of it is just not as fun as going to a seedling show you know and, and being five feet away so you know that's a i, I get that um, yeah because yeah i thought i'd ask you about your experience that's fine yeah um because like i was at eve the day before uh the mm. evening show and it was like a lot more engaging just because it's a lot smaller um yeah and i also i got to tick off miyu yamashita and mei saruga because i'd never seen them before in person so i got to tick those That's off awesome. and miyu comes off cross really well in person like if you've never seen miyu yamashita live her charisma in person is absurd 
So um, that was my biggest takeaway from the weekend was Mia Yamashita is such a such a star when you get to see her. I believe it. Um, but yeah, we should uh, we should get into the to the rest of the stuff. I think first. Oh, and also shouts out Emi Sakura. Yes, Love her. Uh, Emi Sakura all the time. All time great Emi Sakura. I did get to see her too. Uh, I got to see her go into the the Hall of Fame. And it was very nice. Which looked lovely. Oh, honestly, it was it was so great. Like, and I've I've I'm very lucky now. I've been there to see uh, Tagusa Nagayo and Emi Sakura go into that Hall of Fame, and it's uh, it's been very special. Somebody who just loves Joshi history to like see two of the the best ever get inducted into the Hall of Fame and get to be there as they get that moment. It's it's been really nice. Um, and yeah, it was yeah. great for Emi. Um, before we get into anything else, we're gonna sidetrack again. Uh, shout out one time to Terry Funk, uh, a legend of this yeah. business, and somebody who is very uh, Joshi adjacent because um, like yes. he, before anybody else, was a big proponent for Joshi wrestling. Like he was telling people in the eighties, these girls are ahead of the game, and that wasn't a very popular sentiment at the time. Like we mm-hmm. discussed it over the last two years, like the, for the first time ever, there was a Joshi match on the Shoe Pro Match of the Year list. Like, the the Joshi wrestlers were not seen on the same level as the men's wrestlers for a long, long time. But Terry Funk, even back then, was like, hey, these guys are legit. And, um, you know, I think Dave Meltzer credits him with really putting him onto AJW. So, you know, credit to, to, to a guy like Terry Funk for really appreciating and, and, and holding up the, the women's wrestlers at a time where it wasn't really the popular sentiment. Yeah, we we sometimes will say like a male wrestler is very like Joshi pilled. Like we talk about like Katsuhiko Nakajima a lot, where it's just like certain things he does is just like, oh yeah, I like it like a Joshi match in, in a way. Um, Terry Funk was like the OG mm-hmm. of that because, and I remember, I always remember I listened to a Mick Foley podcast pretty recently, and he was talking about how Terry Funk and the Joshi re- and like Joshi wrestling was so like one in one, where he's like Terry Funk learned. Like was like okay, this is exactly like the emotional part of it is so much better on the on the Joshi side, and Terry Funk kind of was maybe not like you know he didn't necessarily learn it from Joshi wrestlers, but like they were along the same lines of like this is how a wrestling match should be told, this is how a story should be told, and this is how the emotional side of wrestling should be told. And you know, McFoley was like, you'll you'll see Joshi wrestlers cry, and it won't make them look weak. Uh, and that's not a thing for male, like male wrestlers don't want to cry, but Terry Funk was willing to cry because he saw that Joshi wrestlers could cry and it make it even better. And he was like, that's, that's real. Like you should, like, you should do like, that makes sense. Um, so there was a lot of almost crossover with Terry Funk and Joshi wrestling. So yeah, um, all love to him, obviously, uh, RIP. He's great. And like I said, like, you're totally right. There is such a, um, I don't know, there's a connection there that's really interesting to look at when you look at a lot of his matches, um, especially in Japan. And yeah, shouts out to him. All right, uh, this show is, as always, brought to you by the Five Star Network. Head on over to fivestarnetwork.co for all of the great articles about the wonderful world of wrestling and head on over to the YouTube channel where there's a lot of different uploads also about the wonderful world of wrestling. Um, <clears throat> I forgot to send Scott the, the description for the ACH, it'll be out soon. I'm, I'm, I'm just okay. Done. That's fair. Um, for once, there's like no news from Stardom. They haven't announced anything huge. There's just been like minor things. Uh, Hanan was pulled from the shows this weekend, I think. Uh, just so that was about it. And they announced the pre-show match for the September 30th GP final. Otherwise, 
nothing really happening. What's the what's the pre-show match on that? I think it's a big gauntlet or something. Um, I just saw like a list of names, and I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't really worth watching. Um, I, I just imagine. Susan yeah, it's a battle like royal. It. Like that. That's that's battle kind of royal. Koguma, yeah. Saida, Kogo, Mai, Tekla, Waka, C, Miyu, Hina, Rina, Raka, Saki, uh, Saki Kashima. That is Hanako, Suzu, Meisera, Megan Bain, and Unimon. So, yeah, just a kind of a. Everybody really, yeah, um, and yeah, Hanan then pulled from the the shows on the weekend. At least I think it's Hanan. I I remember seeing the translation and I was like, it, it it's probably Hanan, um, but I, I'm gonna assume. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Hanami. That that is Hanan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not All right. anywhere. I I think that the the twins weren't scheduled for. Oh, the that's shows fair. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, you might as well give her time off. Like, there's no no huge rush. Um, yeah. <laughs> For once, there's no news, so let's just get into the results from. Oh, um, Mercedes watch, Mercedes watch. That's about. That's the only piece Kinda, of news. Kind of. Yeah. Watch. Uh, she was still uh, in the boot at, at all in. She still has the boot on. Yes. Uh, TK TK specifically said that she's not anywhere near yeah. cleared. Uh, I mean, we we have a like a vague idea and, of when we'll yeah. see her again doing New Japan stuff. Mm. So uh, I I wasn't really expecting her back anytime soon. So, you know. I'd also like to say that uh. And this is just kind of a assumption from you know a presumption I guess, um, th- like she posted something on Instagram that makes it seem like New Japan flew her out to oh. All In and not AEW, which is weird. Like, cause like she got like a gift basket from New Japan and like the little note said, "Please enjoy your accommodations here at whatever hotel she was at." And I was just like, you know, you would think that would be AEW, uh, if she was, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess she still reps. She still reps like New Japan and Stardom, yeah. doesn't she? On her her socials, it's still yeah. New Japan. So yeah, I guess it kind of grows their name if people are like, "Oh, there's Mercedes Money," and that's like, "Oh, she, you know, was New Japan strong, or IWGP Women's Champion." Um, so yeah, I, I can see why they would have done it, and um, she definitely became the conversation on the day with with some of those photos. We we were all expecting yes. her to show up, and then uh, they just showed her during the pre-show. They were like, "Oh, she's here," and I was like, "Whoa!" So that was. They also showed her during the acclaimed match for some during reason. The entrance. She was like, yeah, during the entrance, was, she was she was bopping. Was yeah, it was uh, it was uh, a strange some strange yeah. decisions, but uh, anyway, the time to get into the results. As uh, two shows to review. The first was on August twenty sixth. This was Starverse presents Five Star GP twenty twenty three, supported by SoftBank Nagoya Tournament. This is in the Nagoya International Conference Center Event Hall. This was a sold-out 904 fans in Nagoya. Great, great number. Yeah. Um, you could definitely tell with the, the crowd reactions that this was full. Um, the opener then was... This is also a really great venue because uh, historically it is known as the place that Jungle Kiona's uh, hopes and dreams got crushed <laughs> yes. in 2019. Um yeah, it's, it's a great venue. I love this. And now there are no hopes uh, and dreams. Yeah, she is Greg simply gone. Yeah. She has no knee. Um, yeah. But yeah, the opener was uh, Momo and Abe and Starlight Kid beating Hanako and Sayaida. Uh, Momo got the win with what they are calling the Dojime Chicken Win Face Lock. It's it's just a buzzkiller chicken wing. Okay, you know? that is fair. Same thing. I, I watched this. Of course you did. Uh, Ida and Kid were cool. I thought that was fun. Um, and then... Yeah, kid taunted Ida. They're they're teasing the new blood match. Oh yeah, the tag title match. Yeah, 
Is Edu just going to win the belts? Is Wingori taking the belts? Like, is that? I, I feel like they probably should. Yeah. And they are really positioning Miu as somebody who could lose so immediately. Yeah. Um, like, she could use so easily. So I, I can definitely see an Ida over Miu win there. Uh, I mean, the belt. we will preview it obviously at the time, but like, there's no better way to get the the titles off of the Diana World Champion than in a three way tag. Yeah. So I I could see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the next match anyway on the show was Mariah May and Wakaskiyama beating uh, Miyu Amasaki and Lady C. Uh, Mariah got the win for her team with the happily ever after in seven and a half minutes. Um, I'm gonna assume you didn't watch this one. Nah. Okay. You know. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the next match was Amisori and Suri beating Unimizumori and Natsupoi when Amisori got the win with a blue thunderbomb. I did watch this. This was actually quite good. Um, yeah, you know, it was it was fun. Ami has new hair, and it looks really cool. Uh, so that's something. And Kozen did a lot of comedy, which I wasn't expecting. Like, they were doing a lot of, like, theatrics, and every time, Shuri would just kill them. So that was fun. Uh, Ami and Yuna did a lot of cool stuff together. And, yeah, Ami over Yuna. Uh, they're, they're running that in a singles match, I believe, pretty soon. Ooh. It might be this weekend. Um, Ami versus Yuna, which is uh, might have been one changed. of the only Ami singles matches. Oh, I'm man. not, I'm not fully say, sure, like... but I know Hanan getting pulled did change one or two matches, so I'll have to wait for the preview. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking. Checking now. You got to find out now. Uh, mother, lady season. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I was, I was, <laughs> I was thinking say, that. It's like one of the only, it's one of the only like singles matches from Ami that I'm just like, oh, that might be kind of interesting. And then there's like, nah, sorry. <laughs> Damn you, Hanan. Um, anyway. The next match was Megan Bain, May Sarah, and Tekla beating Momokogo, Hanan, and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, Megan Bain got the win for her team with the F5. So, uh, still keeping Megan strong, I guess. Shockingly good. Yeah, an F5 over uh, over Hanan, oh, actually, okay. not Momokogo. So, that was a shocker. Um, yeah, this was like just really good. It, it reminded me that I was like, oh, yeah, that Mayu versus Megan match would have been so insane. Because they're so good. Um, and Mayu is just such a great underdog. I mean, there's still and then, time. Yeah, Momokogo. Yes, there is still time. Honestly, that would make sense if they ran that for the IWGP. Yes, um, definitely. But, you know. Uh, Momo and May did cool uh, high-speed stuff. And, yeah. It was, it was actually, like, a really good match. This was one of the... This was the best non-tournament match, maybe, of the weekend. All right. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's high praise, honestly. Um... After that, then, we get into the five-star Grand Prix. We had a Red Stars block match. Natsuko Tora beats Tam Nakano in 11 minutes with a Swanton Bomb. Uh, Natsuko moved up to 10 points with that win. And I thought this was a good match, but a bit of a weird match. Like, I feel like I've seen them have better ones before. Um, oh, I've definitely seen them have better ones before. <laughs> of course. Um but like I just feel like there's a much better match between these two in there, and they just didn't. Yes. It was almost like they worked down. It was like they they were like we're. Which I think is yeah, the point. They were like we are, the first GP match out here. We're probably running this back. We're not going all out. So they kind of went that you know seventy five percent more than a hundred percent. Um, and I think that was noticeable. Yeah, regardless of the of the decision of the tournament, I think Natsuko Tam is a match that's happening by the end of the year uh, for the Red Belt, because Natsuko's literally said it on every single show since 
the Tam match. Uh, she's been like, yeah, I'm, I'm challenging for the red belt. I don't care if I win. I'm challenging for the red belt. I'm going to win, but I'm challenging for the red belt. Um, and that I'm excited for that match. Uh, this match wasn't great. Like, I, I thought it was good. Uh, but it, it got me excited for what I, for a match that I think could be great, which is their title match yeah. is going to happen eventually. So that was enough for me. Like, I didn't think this was, like I said, I didn't think this was, like, anything special. But I was like, okay, I can see where they're going uh, and what they can really, like, deliver on eventually because they're not really doing that right now. Because Tam didn't really... Tam's intensity level is insanely noticeable. Yeah. So, like, when she's not particularly, like, you know putting her putting her head out there uh it's it's very noticeable and you kind of have to work around it so this was one of those matches where i was like oh yeah tam just didn't really uh, hit that hard type of thing but i i still thought that natsuko did enough to make me kind of interested in the presumed you know red belt match down the line so all right um the next match then was a blue stars oh and great promo by course, Natsuka, yeah. by the way. natsuko's been cutting promos on you all can, these shows you can tell she's going. gonna do something big soon because like they're giving her so much promo time. <laughs> I think she's doing the yeah, big thing. Like, she's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, like, she's the the top yeah. ranked right now. The GP finalist, almost definitely. Um, uh, it's it's going to be hard for anybody else to beat the GP finalist. Yeah, just that so way. interesting from, from Natsuko. Um, then after that, we had a Blue Stars block match with Mirai beating Julia in 12 minutes uh, so the white belt champion beating the double champ um i think this started slow and then they just started to like murder each other a bit and uh, w- when they were doing the crazy shit it was great um but that didn't make up for the slower start um yeah. the last three minutes were great. yeah the last three minutes were like prime this is what these two can do because obviously like mariah throws yeah. her lariats and julia just likes to hurt people and that's what they were doing for the last few minutes, and it was awesome. Um, but before that, they were kind of just... Before that... It, it was just, like, fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought, like, by the end, this was really fun. Um, especially because it was just one person screaming for all of the near falls and all of the lariats. And I was like, get yeah. that person to every show, because I, I need energy. The, the Nagoya screaming yes. lady? Sounds like someone I know. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I... I... <laughs> uh yeah i don't know this match the blue st- blue is weird this year i'm gonna be real like there's some great stuff in it but like a lot of like those matches that like sound like they'd be really fun just haven't really been and this match is one of them like i kind of expected this to really have like something behind it uh i, I did note that it's kind of crazy to think that it's been less than two years since mirai was uh one of julia's henchwomen beating up rookies with a sledgehammer oh and a God, yeah. mask um if you're if you're new here, uh, the way Mirai debuted was as an evil, uh, like serial killer wearing a wearing a Momo mask, which is a, a creepy pasta mask, uh, with a sludge hammer, beating up Miyu Amasaki and Wakasutiyama and My Sakurai and shit uh, before, like in the pre-show matches, and that was of Julia's bidding. Crazy that Mirai. Julia was like a twist, like yeah. nobody expected. No, like Julia was not meant to be involved. Yeah. For no reason. Like, in hindsight, that's still... None of that makes very, sense. Very, very like, odd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's a thing yeah. that happened. But we all knew um, it was Mariah as and well. And now we're here. Because, like, she had very publicly left TJPW. And we were all like, okay, so it's yes. Mariah. But why is she... Why does she have a sledgehammer? It was... Why is she doing that? 
and then and then there was a second one and everybody was like yeah oh and then um <laughs> what yeah. and then that was i think one. they did the second oh. one before the ice ribbon exodus and then as soon as everybody left it was like oh so it's tecla um and then yeah it made a lot more sense so what a crazy yeah. crazy turn of events um but yeah that that butterfly affected its way to this uh fine yeah. match that got really good in the last three minutes. All right. That was about it. Finish was also a bit out of nowhere. Like, she just clotheslined her. Like, she just yeah, hit her Yeah, it was one of the few GP matches where I'm like, oh, they left so much in the tank. Because for a lot of these GP matches, they're going, like, all out. Um, but for this, it was like, oh, they left so much in, in the bag. Um, which makes sense, because they're obviously going to do this on a big stage oh. someday. Like, this is one of those obvious red-white belts at a big arena show matches. Um, so I can I can understand them not giving the full thing away here, but yeah, it was definitely like yeah. I had expectations that were slightly higher than what you gave me. You still showed me you could have a cool match, so I'll let them away with it. Um, the main event then was a Blue Stars block match. It was Micah defeating Utami Hayashishita with a Mishinoku driver number two in 14 minutes. Uh, Utami's only on four points, so she uh. She went from like a very obvious winner to me being like, uh, "Are we sure?" <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, it just feels like it's, and this is something that we'll talk about as it goes on. I don't know whose year it is, because like it doesn't feel like it's Utami's year, not anymore. It, the five it feels like Natsuko. But then I think about it, it's like like not Natsuko. Yeah, but that feels so obvious. Uh, Natsuko also doesn't feel like a December. Sumo Hall level challenger. To be fair, Natsuko versus Tam feels like a perfect match for a huge mm. show. And if they're trying to make Oedotai feel like it did a few years ago, where it felt like an actual thing that matters and it's like outside of just the faction based shit, um, it has real killers in it, then I think Natsuko winning would definitely cement that. But it doesn't feel like it's anybody's year yeah, but Natsuko. But I don't see Natsuko as a Sumo um, Hall main event exactly i don't know if the show is in hall i'm just kind of assuming but like i don't see her at that point like she's perfect for the november show whatever it is or the yeah october whatever you know what i mean she's perfect for that in between and that'll be a great match like i said natsuko versus tam for the red belt that'll be great but she doesn't feel like she's winning this tournament but she's the only one who feels like she's winning this tournament if that makes any sense (laughs) i feel like natsupoi has also Um, put herself in but I don't know if you could do Natsupoi Tam again. Oh. I guess it'd be oh, a, a decent yeah. substitute for Saya and Poi. Or not Saya and Tam. Considering that was, you know, allegedly the, the... We'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about this <laughs> yeah, when we yeah. get to the preview. Because there is a lot of things that go into the final on the Red Stars side already okay. right now. Uh because there are some things that I do want to bring up. But yeah, um, this match, Michael Utami, I, I, you go first, because, you know, I have plenty to say. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is, um, like, this is nothing we haven't seen from Michael and Utami before, because they've had, they've yeah. wrestled so often. You want to, you, you want to know what? a stat? Uh, this is their eighth oh, singles wow. match, and this is the sixth one we've reviewed. Oh yeah, I, I feel like one of the only ones that we didn't was from JTO. <laughs> like, it was, it was in JTO, and then the other one was like pre Micah debut. Like, it, it, okay, so there was one in JTO, and then there was one like yeah, right when before Micah the debuted, show, um, which was before we we started 
yeah. And then since then, there have been six that we've wow. reviewed all of. Uh, and I've liked all of them, including this one. But I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, okay, you're going to need to start taking a few more risks yeah, here. There's very little uh, flavor. Um, but like what they do, they do well because they, they obviously have great chemistry mm -hmm. and they're like custom made to wrestle each other, basically. Um, but yeah, totally. it's it's like everything is good and I enjoy it, but it's certainly like I would like to see something a little bit different the next time they wrestle. Um, but I also can't complain about this because I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, you know, they were both doing yeah. what they do really, really well. Like this is probably one of the better Tammy performances since her America return. Um, and obviously Micah, Micah's just like kicking yeah, ass. Totally. So. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting, and not to be too puro-brained, but I, I remember a Kano interview about his match against Kaito Kiyomiya, and he's like, yeah, we've wrestled each other like 7 million times, so of course I'm going to try to murder him, because, you know, like, we trust each other to try to murder each other, because yeah. we've wrestled so many fucking times. Um, and I'm kind of waiting for that out of Mike and Utami, because it's like, they definitely could do a bit more, like, they have to trust each other by now, type of thing. Uh, to like just kind of go the extra mile with each other and i'm i'm just kind of waiting for that one uh, obviously this wasn't a title match this wasn't you know this was a uh, nagoya main event on day 11 of a tournament so i get why they didn't go full you know balls to the wall but i'm definitely waiting for their next big match and i'm hoping that they really give like a okay here's here's a uh a, a bigger version of what we've been doing and we we give it put a few more risks in there and being a little bit more, you know, gruesome with each other. I think they could definitely use that because their rivalry is great. Like you said, it's like, I, I don't remember ever them having like a real, a bad match. Like they've had some like, you know, good matches, you know, not particularly great, but like they are custom made for each other. They have great chemistry. It's just, I'm kind of waiting for them to kind of, uh, you know, compound on that, I guess. Cause I, I thought this was really good, but like you said, yeah, we've seen it before. It's kind of at the um, point yeah I, I thought i also she won out of nowhere as well like it was very sudden um yeah which i kind of liked in this case um because she hit the reactionary mm -hmm. rinchidoku driver um which is dope i love that and then she's just like okay it's over now and then she picked her up and got her another one um and that really cements the Michinoku driver is just like a killer which it always has been because she's beaten utami with it a few times but i like how kind of micah has that out of nowhere a mystique to her that she really can just kill you at any time with a much no yeah i mean those finishes are always just really good uh in, in a tournament like this because you know you can go oh well they they lost pretty suddenly so it wasn't like they got their ass kicked they just lost from the one move or something so i kind of like those finishes but yeah that, that was it was a pretty good match and they really they lived up to that main event billing um but i certainly would like something yeah just with a little bit of a twist on it next time they wrestle. Um, yeah, like we have, totally. it's it's reached the point uh, of like the, you know, when like Tanahashi and Okada had had like ten matches and everybody was everybody had reached the point yeah. of it's great, obviously, but can you do something a bit new with it? Um, and and at a certain point, they did. Like like they had this one G one match that was great because it was just completely yeah. different. Um. But then they kind of went back to, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, there is room in these legendary, you know, 17 million uh, repeat singles matches feuds. There's room to do something more. Um, and this match just wasn't that. 
I will say the post match, which I will go into, I loved a lot. Unless you have more things to say about the match. No, go ahead. So after the match, um, they were like, like Michael was like, "Yeah, I beat Utami. I'm gonna win." And Utami's like, "Nah, I'm still winning, homie." Like as she's dead on the floor. Um, and Michael's like, "Yeah, okay." And then they talk about, "Oh, we're gonna be teaming up at the at the Dream Tag Festival thingy." So, uh, you know, since we're gonna be partners, I guess we should probably start being a little bit nicer to each other. And they were like, "Okay, uh, I have a gift for you." Oh, I have a gift for you. And so they both exchanged their favorite alcohols. So Micah gave Utami her like personal branded sake, uh, which is very funny. Like I think the fact that Micah still just has a brand of <laughs> a brand of, of alcohol is very funny to me. And Utami, who does not have her own brand of alcohol, gave Micah the tequila rose, uh, tequila, a bottle of tequila. And they were like, okay, yeah, cool. And so they drank it, like like they took took a swig of it, and they both like acted like they hated it, but uh, neither of them hated it. Because they just kept drinking it, and I think that's very funny. Like even on like Micah's Instagram story, like yesterday, there was like a like she posted a picture of her drinking the tequila, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, girls just. And then afterwards, Utabi also she got out of the ring. She's like, oh, this is disgusting. And then she just kept drinking it and chasing it with water. And Lady C's just watching her like, damn, you, you're you're doubting that shit, huh? <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, so a couple alcoholics, uh, not the last alcohol use uh, of the weekend. But yeah, I thought that was a very fun little post-match thing that they did together. All right. And uh, that was that show. So the second show to review then was on August 27th. This was Starburst Presents 5 Star GP 2023, supported by SoftBank Saruga Tournament. Uh, this was in Fukui. Uh, Fukui Kiramaki Minatokan in front of 307 fans. In the opener, Waka Skiyama beat Miyu Amasaki and Hanan when Waka pinned uh, poor Kevin. So uh, Miyu Amasaki really shot yeah. down the card here lately. That's Yeah, that, that was where I realized that's like, oh, she's like... She's getting the losses she should have gotten last year, but didn't. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they were like kind of protecting her for a while. For some reason, everybody was like, "Oh, okay," uh, and then now they're like, "Okay, you could lose some. Yeah, you could lose to the other ones." Yeah, especially because like Hanako is right Hanuko there. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I was expecting Miu to probably be the next future champ, but like now that I'm looking at, it, I was like, "Ah, that might be." She still could, sell. but yeah, I suspect they are uh, cooling her down so she can lose the the new blood tag match to whomever. Yeah. So that's that's neat. Um, the next match was Megan Bain and May Sarah beating Lady C and Utami Hayashishta. Megan Bain once again got the win with the F5. Um, yeah, I feel like we're in firmly in running in place position with Megan Bain because she has nothing lined yeah, so this, up. This is pretty weak. Um, this is one of the weaker Megan Bain May, May Sarah matches I've seen. Oh. Um, the, the, there was like a highlight, like Utami's selling for Megan was dope. Yeah. Like Utami was selling her ass off. Uh, but the actual like meat of the match, because that was only like 30 seconds of it, the actual meat of the match was just insanely underwhelming. Uh, there wasn't much to it. And, you know, even Maysayer just didn't really have much to do because she doesn't really have any. But like she, Maysayer works best when somebody's like either beating her up very well or she's doing high speed stuff with them. And, they just didn't really do either of those in this match, so it just kind of wasn't there overall. Uh, yeah, pretty weak match. 
definitely interested in what Megan does next because I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the roster is like that. Because um, even like the next big card we have announced, the the big challengers are outsiders who aren't on the shows. Mm-hmm. So most people are just kind of shrugging their shoulders. Um, and it definitely kind of impacts Which makes the sense interest. to kind of protect kind of protect the people in the tournament uh, so yeah. that we don't have too many you know singles matches that they're losing outside of the tournament but it definitely does make somebody like a megan bain just like okay where are we gonna you know you're living in japan what are we gonna do next yeah like unless they announce her and may sarah for tag league it's like all right what was the what was the point after the time match you know like as much as yeah and also it'll it'll make me wonder like why do the tag tam match that early yeah uh if she does stay around you know, until the beginning of Tag League and then doesn't do Tag League especially, that would be bizarre. The Very. Um, but, you know, what What can we do? Um, the next match was Marai and Siri beating Yuna Mizumori and Tam Nakano when Siri got the win with the Suzaku in 10 minutes. See, this was weird. Okay. Because for, for, for whatever reason... Are you, reason... like, Yuna Mizumori's biggest fan? You've watched a lot of her matches. <laughs> Not even like uh, Yuna. I I do love Yuna Mizumori. Um, Further in Seven Up, further in Shoka Pro, uh, Cosmic Angels. Yuna Mizumori is probably my least favorite Yuna, Yuna Mizumori, but that's okay. She's still great. Um, but no, I mean this was like a fine match. I mean Mariah Shuri is a cool team, and Unimon's cool, and Tam's fine. Uh, but this match was weird because like Mariah was just going so try hard for no reason, and like I was so confused. I was like, why are you? Like, trying harder than you have in half of the tournament matches. What's happening right now? This is insane. Because <laughs> she was just, like, she was going ham against uh, Yuna and then against Tam, too. Like, she was just going insane against them. To the point where, like, when Shuri tagged in, there was a noticeable, like, kind of, like, not downgrade, because Shuri's Shuri, but Shuri was just kind of doing her house show stuff. And so, like, there was a noticeable, like, uh, plateau there. Where Mariah's just killing motherfuckers, and Shuri's just like, okay, let's do the house show stuff. Incredible. Close it. And I'm just like, what? What just happened? Like, why? <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> like, it was great, but it's such a random match for for Mariah just be like, okay, I'm well, gonna be, I'm gonna be running the ropes especially fast. I'm gonna be hitting them yeah. especially hard. I'm gonna be going, you know, a little bit extra. I'm gonna put a little oomph on my stuff here over like, you know, the Julia match early on like you know like that's like bizarre yeah, to me. I, I think it's just because she was against tam you know i i, I think she's yeah, she's established fine. that tam is uh very important to her so she probably works up anytime she's against her so i would imagine that's the that's the I case there that. um the next match then was tekla micah and julia against momokogo saida and mayu iwatani um micah got the win for her team with what they're calling the enkagu i don't know what that is uh the Enbu Goho. Oh, that's what is it, it said on the. It's it's the Micah Buster. It's oh, the I Micah see. Buster. Okay. That's what it used right. to be called. Was the it's the pump handle or not the pump handle the uh, package power driver that's not a power driver it's a side right. slam. Uh, oh, I forgot about you know, that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Didn't she pull that one, out against Ida that, like, the first time she did it? Did she do it on Ida here too? No, she won oh. against uh, oh. Komomo. Oh. In fact, Komomo took it terribly. Oh. Um, she like landed on her ass, and it just looked like like it looked like it hurt because tailbones. Yeah. But I, it also did not look how it was meant to look, and I thought that was funny. Right. Um. But yeah, I, 
I it used to be called the Mica Buster, but now they have like a, a name for it, like you said, that name on the In feed Kagu. it said the Enbu Goho. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Cool move. It's a fine move. All uh, right. And the match was also fine. Julia and Komomo obviously did some stuff. Uh, Julia fucked her up. Hell Ida yeah. and Micah did some stuff. That was fun. Mayu and Tekla uh, is still a crazy combination that's always great together. Uh, they just don't really get to work much. So, yeah, this is a solid match. All right. And then we get into the meat of the action. We had Seori yes. Anu beating Hanan in Blue Stars block action. And I thought this was really good. Um, Sayori Anu uh, has obviously perfected working on top, uh, given her years in uh, the Sekigo Navaz Academy. And she brought all of that here. She was just beating down Hanan, and Hanan was ready to fight back. Like, this wasn't just the, the standard Hanan underdog performance. This was Hanan fighting for her life against Sayori Anu. It was similar to the, to the Izumi match in that it felt like Hanan, even though she was getting beat up, like she was the underdog. Uh, she was kind of treated as like another wrestler and not just the underdog who's going to lose. Yeah. Um, which was great. It made it really, really fun. Yeah. And, and Anna was obviously very good at this role. I mean, she was just like kicking her in the face and, and responding to the forearms with really good forearms. Um, so yeah, this, this was, this was just really fun. They, they played off the dynamic really well and they just did what they needed to do. You know, it was only seven minutes. They just got in the story they wanted to wrestled well went home uh I, you know me i love a match like that i love a match that just does what it wants to yeah. do and they get out of there um so yeah i i was really into this yeah no same uh i think it's really a shame that anu's uh tournament has been entirely in like the smaller shows like she only got the one the opener uh on the uh you know she, she had her match against who the fuck she wrestled on? Julia. Oh, Julia. Yeah. She had that, and then she's going to get Mina. And then otherwise, it's all going to be pretty much the smaller shows. Uh, she got one quirk. And, and I was like, damn, she's been like insanely consistent mm-hmm. this entire tournament. But uh, history probably won't look back on her tournament as anything special uh, because she just hasn't had these huge matches that, you know. Well. Uh, and she hasn't been dominating the field like Natsuki. We're going to try our best. Uh, she's just been <laughs> really we... good. She's just been really yeah. good. Like, that's that's been Anu's tournament, which is awesome. And. We need that in tournaments, but I'm just like, damn, this is this is rough because it's like, these are these are where all of her matches are going, and she's not getting a ton of like huge spots in the tournament. Yeah, but we're gonna try our best. We will we will tell everybody that she is having a killer tournament, and um, I don't I don't think it'll she matter because this is, is going down as one of the best tournaments ever. So just being in it will be enough. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> this this tournament is is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I think I realized that in the next match. Right. That is fair. Because uh, I was just like, I was just like, I wanted to like find some, not even wanted to find something wrong with it, but I was just like, okay, these two aren't necessarily what I would expect to have a phenomenal match. And I was like, this was just good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, I, I can't, I can't find anything wrong with it. Well, speaking of that match, um, we had Blue Stars block action. Mariah May beats Momo and Abe in 11 minutes with Once Upon a Time. Um, I don't know what that is. It's a Gnosis. Oh yes, I, like Gnosis I did clutch. watch these matches. <laughs> I did. Uh, I just can never remember the finishes unless it like really sticks out. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, I what I loved about this was the the counter wrestling that they did. Because um, it's mm. like they're both, you know, x amount of matches deep into a tournament. Of course, they would know what the other person's gonna do. Um, like Mariah May going for her, uh, you know, the turnbuckle 
know, where she like flips on the turnbuckle and and head scissors yeah. them down, and Momo just catching her because she obviously knows that's what's coming. Um, yeah, yeah and, and Mariah being caught in the B driver position and being like, okay, well I can get out of this and hit my power bomb. Like there was a lot of really interesting and cool counter wrestling that I thought was really really fun. That made it like, oh, you know, watching their matches up until this point has paid off because these two clearly know what the other wrestler is gonna do. And I, I always appreciate when stuff like that happens where it's almost as if the wrestlers are, are, are studying the tape um, or if, you know, they're watching the other tournament matches or something like that. So I, I thought this was well wrestled, but it was the counter stuff that really made me go, okay, this was this was like really interesting. Yeah. Um, the, the reason why I said that I was looking for something bad, I think that might have sounded worse than I meant it, was that like Momo at hater. this point I was like, no, at, at never this point I was Momo like, okay, that's, that's, <laughs> as so false i am losing the words and i never lose the words that's the crazy um but no because at this point i was like maybe i'm being like too generous about this because this is just it's just all good like it, it's i mean we'll talk about the next match but it's pretty much all good um and i was just like i maybe i need to be harsher and then i watched this and i was like trying to be harsher and i just couldn't because it was also really fucking good um i i just really liked it. it it was another great match um i loved that mariah started it really quick she did the shotgun drop kick to the mm-hmm. stomach which looked gross um and then she did like a big dive which you don't really see from mariah uh and it was also funny because waka forced miyu amasaki to take half the impact <laughs> um, like she's like kind of like grabbed her by the hair and put her with momo <laughs> and me was like what the fuck and then she took it and it was crazy uh i thought that was a really funny start to the match um and yeah, I just thought it was a really good match overall. Like you said, the counter wrestling was great. Uh, I thought that the Once Upon a Time was an interesting way to finish it. And Momo also said like on, on Twitter that it's like, I always follow these fucking roll-ups. Uh, which is, her and Shuri, I kind of have that same issue where it's like they often are found losing. Are you sneezing? Are you okay? No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just breathing loudly, you maybe? Are, you are breathing incredibly close to the mic. Oh, whoops. Uh, yeah, just just so you know, just so you it's, know. it's okay. Um, sorry. You're gonna you're gonna hear this in edit, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, that's crazy." <laughs> wow, because I usually I can't hear myself breathe, but maybe I'll move the microphone. Away. I know, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought this was a great match. Like I said, the the finish was great, solid action, just another insanely like it, it this tournament shouldn't be this good <laughs> well it should it should <laughs> it's, it's not fair i don't it's know not fair. i mean you know 19 like colors. i'm starting to sound like a broken record it's like oh damn another really good match <laughs> who would have thought yeah no nah, listen i accepted a while back this is like one of the greatest tournaments we'll ever see um and we may never see a tournament this good again like i don't know if you'll ever get all of this stuff just working as well ever again um but yeah, like this, this, this entire GP has just been ridiculous. Um, yeah, I um, what I like about Mariah May and her tournament is, it's she's really shown like a lot of different stuff. You know, like a lot of wrestlers have have been really good at what they do. You know, Anu has been really good at what she does, but I'm not sure I would say she's having like a wider range of matches. Um, whereas Mariah May, I feel like every match has almost been distinct in its own way. Like, this was different to the Mina match, which was different to the Julia match, which was kind of different to the Hanan match. Uh, you know, uh, you know what I mean. 
Like, yeah. she's going out there and really showing, like, a full range of skills. Like, even her starting the match fast was so counter to how she usually wrestles. Like, I really like what she's doing here and, like, keeping all of the matches fresh. Because, um, yeah, like, she's having a, such a good tournament. Um, and it, it, it's... it's <laughs> I'm so disappointed she's leaving. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you know, reportedly, yeah, it's, it's, it's reportedly, bitch. rumors have it. She's going to AEW, and um, yeah, it's, it's uh, man, she's just kicking ass. I don't know, she, she, and like, she keeps getting better. Yeah. That's the thing, is that it's like, it's not like she's like just like at this like level where she's like great and she's kind of hit a ceiling. Like, she is nowhere near her ceiling in stardom, um, in my opinion. And that's where I'm just like, man, this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. But I guess they need a, they need a new Brit to win. Not Brit, a new British person to win uh, the world title at um, next year's All In. Oh, yeah. So. They're, they're going back to Wembley. We'll be rooting around yeah. over there. Um, anyway, the next match then was a Red Stars block match. It was Amisore beating Starlight Kid in 12 minutes with like a Thunderbolt. Um, I, I kind of like this. It started hot and then kind of tempered out a bit, but the, the hot start kind of carried it enough. You know, it was, it was nice to yeah. see Amisore yeah. actually show something more than just chop girl like she was starting fast it it was i thought ami did decent yeah. in this um especially start and finish i thought that her start was very fun and then and obviously kid as well uh the start was a a two-person job and that was really fun and then near the end i start like and i feel like this is the case with a lot of ami stuff is that it's like you start to kind of see her get into a groove at certain parts points of matches and i'm just like there's something here. It's just the rest of it just falls apart. And it's like, for me, the issue with this match was that they both just could not sell for shit. This, this, they were both selling something. Uh, Ami fucked up Kid's back early on, and then Kid was targeting the leg, as she always does. And it just, like, if it didn't, like, they just immediately dropped it the second that they needed to. And I was just like, if you're gonna, if that's what this is, like, gonna be built off of past the fast start, uh, at least do a little bit more consistency with it. You know, it was just a bit like uh, in that way, and a lot of like the middle match was kind of middling. But yeah, there were like points where I was just like, this impressed me because believe it or not, this was this was the least anticipated match of my tournament. Um, because look at it. Um, but I thought there was like stuff that impressed me here, and I was like, oh man, this this could be good, but just like there were certain things that just kind of held it back, and they they were. There were some botches in it, which, you know, botches are botches, I don't really care. But, like, the crowd also kind of had a hard time getting into some of the spots, and it just was a... It wasn't bad, it just was, you know... I thought it could have been better, which I was shocked to think after the fact, because I was not expecting anything from this match. Yeah, I mean, I... You know, I... I have uh, run the range of different reactions to Amisore. Like, originally, I was very much one of the the sympathizers for Ami that I went to I don't really like Ami I'm at a point now where I think Ami is fine um, so whatever I get from her that is better than solid um, I will take because I didn't I didn't enjoy the Hazuki match all that much I don't know if you ever watched it like I liked I just I liked thought that was such that was the bone... match I liked Super I just thought it was such bone dry no standard reason. pro wrestling um that I was like I couldn't get into it at all. 
Um, so seeing her here where she like started off hot and like really took the fight to Starlight Kid, I thought that's something different that I appreciate at the very least. So, you know, so long as she isn't giving me completely fine standard pro wrestling, I think I will I will take it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't love Ami Sore, um, but like I don't think she's bad either. So you know anything she can give me that I enjoy, uh, I will take. Um, so yeah, she's really leaning on that style scrap. Yeah, I don't know why, but she 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 loves that style scrap, <laughs> and she does not do yeah. it very well. Um, you know, we like, we gotta you, just yeah. we live. I like a Thunderbolt yes. still goes crazy though. Like let's let's like that's that's still the highlight of of Ami Sore match is when she wins with yeah. like a Thunderbolt. Um, the match after that then was the main event. It was a Red Stars block match. Natsukotora beat Natsupoi in twelve and a half minutes with a Swanton Bomb to take a commanding lead in the Red Stars block. Um, I think Natsuko is one of these people whose tournament is just very level. Like it's it's very. Hmm. I thought this was probably one of the yeah. Well, I mean, it was against Natsupoi, which is obvious, you know. That's true. Natsupoi, you know, I I always like kind of, and I will make jokes about her later. Um, but I always kind of, you know, I don't give her all of the flowers she deserves. She's been phenomenal, and she is phenomenal, and she's outside of the kid match, which is just a personal thing, like that I don't really like. She's just not missed, and she's not only not missed, she's just had like such a high mm-hmm. floor of wrestling matches this tournament that's like you know shout out to her and this is one of them i thought this was really, really good. all right yeah i mean i would agree i feel like she brings the same stuff to every match but it it really depends on her opponent to to make it and that's boy is one of the people who will make it um also they did some like cool stuff i thought some of the stuff on the outside and the apron was all right um yeah it was fun i i love not looking for the centauri surprise um which is a callback to fucking historic crossover from last year when Uncle Nobu gifted her a a bottle of uh mm-hmm. of Centauri, obviously of whiskey, and she like was like, you know what, you do the mist, I do the Centauri surprise, motherfucker. Uh, and I thought that was a very funny kind of uh, play on that. Uh, she did end up blaming her loss on being drunk, which I don't think spitting out a mouthful of of whiskey gets you drunk by I me mean, it's not it's not spoy so maybe oh, that, that is fair weird. yeah no uh, I, I i noticed that and i was like oh that's that's a that's very neat very random but neat um and yeah that was um that was that match that was that show oh i i've i have a oh, couple okay. i have a couple more things to say about that match specifically um Asuka did a good job of just like being the dominant force here i thought that like her power stuff kind of looked a lot better because Natsupoi takes it so well um and yeah, I thought that was really fun. Like you said, the ringside stuff was all really good. It was just a really solid match from start to finish. Also completely clean on Natsuko's side. She went for the mist, but she missed. And then she still won, like I said, clean as a whistle with the uh, combo she usually does, the Death Valley and the Swanton. So uh, yeah, she she's ending the uh, main part of her tournament because she only has one match left and it's on the final day. She's ending the main part of her tournament with a... a crazy couple wins in a row uh two days in a row she beat the former tag team champions and one of them is the world champion right now and i thought that was pretty cool after the match which you know obviously natsuko's been doing cool promos and whatnot but i thought this was like especially good uh, after the match she said damn i just beat all of kozen bro 
maybe maybe I'll suck. And then she started like walking, not to play like a dog, like pulling her by the hair and walking around the ring and just mocking her. And then she said bye poi and kicked her out of the ring. Uh and then she said once again with Tam at ringside, she's like, I'm coming for your belt. It doesn't matter if I win or not, I'm going to win. Nobody can catch up to me, but I'm I'm taking your belt. I hope you know that. And she said shiver in your sleep, which is her new catchphrase. Um Yeah, Natsuko is just charisma wise, she's there. Right? Yeah. She's 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 where I've been like, Yeah, she can get there, uh, if if they just kinda let her. And she's she's there, right? I, I called her the uh, the new charisma of a Waitotai, which is high praise considering, for those of you who don't know, the charisma of a Waitotai was Kagetsu. That was his nickname. So I'm kind of there. Like I, I'm 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 feeling it. I'm feeling the Natsuko. Uh, her matches are still, you know, like you said, pretty. Uh, they they have a pretty consistent level, but they're never like phenomenal. Uh, but just in in that way and just like how she carries herself on the mic and everything uh she's there and i'm really happy for that yeah i mean they've really done something with her in this tournament and you know coming out of the 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 queen's quest cage match was really the perfect time to do something like that because her response to it was like okay they can unleash a monster here um you know, uh, somebody like her losing and then just going berserk is such an easy story to do. And so far, that's what they've done. And it's definitely... I also think it's interesting because they let it be like, okay, her first uh, faction-based yeah. loss prompted her to be like, okay, I'm going to be the best singles wrestler. And yeah. she, you know, I mean, and I was like, yeah, that's, that makes sense when it's like, oh, you kind of, you don't want to show that you're losing confidence in one aspect of the game. So you just start killing people in a singles. Like that's really like, that's such a small, like little nuance, but I think that's really dope. That's like, oh, well, I, I lost the, for the first time in a, in a tag team setting. That was a major situation. Um, okay. I'll just be a yeah. better singles wrestler now. Cause I can't trust that anymore. I think that's an interesting yeah, one. I mean, listen, they they're doing well by Natsuko. I I uh, can't really complain. Um, but that is all the stuff to review. Um, there wasn't really much to take away from those shows. I think they were very much just like, hey, here's a lot of good matches, you know. Um, whereas you know before we've had like stuff to really bite into, but not today. Um, but that's fine. There's there's enough shows to talk about this weekend. Um, first thing to note is that on Saturday, there is a pay-per-view from Sendai Girls. It is the big show in... Uh, is this the big show in Senjo or... No, big show in Niigata. Uh, as some, you know, legendary names like Hong, uh, Sakura Hirota, um, I guess you could say Iger. <laughs> I would say Iger because she's great. Yeah. Um, I would say Iger. Shouts out. Yes, She's also near that... retirement, so see probably her last match yeah. against. Um, and this is a great card, by the way. I mean, uh, I don't need to tell anybody that Sunday Girls always does good stuff, but there is. Um... Do you know if they if they show their match zero? I know this is off topic, but do they ever show their their technical? I don't dark think match they anymore? have. Because I really want to, I really want to see the rookies. Because I'm like really interested in them. They they look good, and Sendai hasn't had a rookie in yeah. years. And I really like the JoJo girl. She 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 pops me. Uh, so I I'm just like waiting to finally see her. But you know, all of those shows are on backlog that aren't. You well, know, they're getting through them. They finally again. started re-uploading the other week, and it's been joyous. That's good. Um, there is stardom involvement in this show. 
Uh, Natsupoi is taking on Eureka Oka in uh, what appears to be opener. It says the first match. I don't know if that just means the first match of yep. Stardom's thing. But uh, yeah, Eureka Oka is um, she's one of the like prospects from Sendai Girls. Like very clearly has a future. Um, if they ever want to go all in on her, she's quite talented. Uh, I I was kind of underwhelmed when this was first announced, but that's because I had got my hopes up for something like huge. Um, but like this will be a fun match, you know, Oka. It's it's a strange match. Yes. To book yeah. Because I feel like Natsupoi is perfect in like a very specific role, and this match I assume will be more like Natsupoi being the the you know experienced it, wrestler. It could be a bit more high speed. Under. Oka Oka isn't really yeah, high speed, that's, that's but what she's I very good at like the back and forth junior style match. So yeah, that, that's what I hope. But like, I don't know. I, I just wasn't expecting a Natsupoi Oka match. I guess like that. That's a, I, I don't know if that's the best use of Natsupoi or Oka's abilities in this case. Yeah, that um, was kind of my initial we'll disappointment. Was I wouldn't have put Natsupoi against her, but it's not like it's a bad match either. Like I like Eureka no. Oka. Uh, her stuff with Inabo was was really good. Um, yeah, that's that's Nat's poise match, and then uh, not like Stardom related, but uh, you know, kind of. Uh, Kyrie is teaming with Veni to take on Red Energy, which is Mika Iwata and uh, Miyuki Takase, and that will obviously be fantastic. I mean, Veni has for years now been one of the best Joshi wrestlers around. Uh, Mika Iwata is awesome. Miyuki Takase has is always great next to. Uh, Iwata and tag matches, and I mean, Kyrie is Kyrie, so that would be a good time. The amount of pain I will be in when Red Energy loses yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, you could have given them an easier match, maybe, but no. Former former world <laughs> champion Venny and Kyrie, who does not take L's anymore. Uh, so, a good time. She should go on yeah. her back. Well, Takase, yeah, she probably should, but out. she won't. Miki Iwata should get revenge for the the McDonald's staff beat down. Um, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that totally match is so raw. Like, it, it is so based. If you've if you've never seen it before, <laughs> Kyrie beats this girl within an inch of her life. It is uh, something else. Um, anyway, there are two Stardom shows to preview this weekend. The first is on the second of September. The Starverse presents Five Star GP 2023 in Fukuyama, supported by SoftBank. The Hiroshima Prefectural Fukuyama Industrial Exchange Center Big Rose. Sure. <laughs> that. Uh, it, the undercard is pretty standard for the most part. Uh, be interesting. Uh, there's a Fatal Four Way, which is I guess, new. Uh, kind of. Uh, three of them are high yeah. speed, and one of them is Hanukkah, so that's interesting. My eyes were drawn to fun. Konami. This Konami is teaming with Siri to take on Mirai and Saki Kashima in a bit of a uh, bit of a preview tag there for for the Sunday show. Oh, Konami's killing yes. Saki Kashima. Oh yes, Kashima. she's going to obliterate her. I didn't realize it's God's Eye against God's Eye. That's uh, that's fun. So yeah, that's uh, that's probably the most interesting match there because the rest is just pretty standard, um, pretty standard stuff. Then we're going into Blue Stars block action. Yeah. Utami Hayashida takes on Mariah May. So. Um, Raya has... Does she have, like, six points? Yeah, she has more points six. than Utami. Yeah, she's at the top. Hmm. She's at wow. the top of the block. She's tied. Okay. Like, there's five people at the top of the block. Well, I guess Utami is winning. <laughs> um, would make sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Because um, she has a bigger match the that's day after. True, so that's she true, that's true. You know, she can't be losing two matches in a row, which is a very big very possibility fair. if she loses to Mariah. Um, the match after that then is a Blue Stars block match. It is Mina Shirakawa versus Azumi. So I don't know the point situation here. I feel like this is an Azumi uh, upset because Mina also at six. Azumi is at four. They I don't know if they want to log jam it, but they definitely can. Because so basically the way we're looking at it um, on the blue side at least is everybody is at six except for Julia, Micah, Utami, Azumi, and Hanan. Um, and Julia and Micah are only not six because they have draws, so they're at five. So an Utami win and an Azumi win means everybody that is not Hanan has five or six points. Uh, well, who else is on the show? <laughs> That's not true. Uh, so yeah, because oh, yeah. I forgot Julia and Momo is also a match on the show. So um, yeah, it, it, they might log jam it, and I this is a match that Azumi can win. Um, well, I don't know. I feel left, like really. I could see her picking uh, up two more wins. Um, do you give one of those against Mina, or do you keep it? Because does she have bigger fish to fry? She still has Momo. So, okay. So, so the thing is, is that um, actually yeah, like, she could I, lose. Here. I, I she could definitely lose. Because the thing is, Momo. she has a definite loss. She has a definite loss against Micah because yeah. that's in Fukuoka. Um, and she, I feel like she could definitely beat Julia. And then Momo is a is a toss up. She could upset her. Oh, she's day. definitely doing um, that. Yeah. Yeah. So she she could lose here, but um, this is this is a again this is just a winnable match. If she isn't beating Julia, I feel like she kind of needs this match to kind of not. She doesn't need it, but she could use this match. Yeah. Well, I suspect uh, she'll win. be around eight. But if she is um, beating Julia, so there are two more wins there. But I just yeah. don't know if you give one to Mina because yeah. Mina will probably need points because like, I don't see her beating Seriano on that last day. Um, Mina has Azumi, Anu. Yeah, Micah, like there's not a lot of Momo. points there for Mina to pick up, That's so I think row. she has That's to beat hard. Azumi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. No, I believe that. Uh, the match after that then is Blue Stars block action. Julia takes on Momo Watanabe. Uh, so this is a pretty big match. Obviously, they've been feuding on and off for forever now. Uh, so this could be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I suspect this might go to a draw. Because I don't know if they'd want to give... Uh, I think Blue has had two Yeah, but draws. I don't know if you do a winner for this kind of match in Fukuyama, you know? It's one of their first meetings outside of the Cinderella, isn't it? Yeah. Cause like, I... this, this is a protected match, so I don't know if you give away a winner in Fukuyama. Um... Like, this was essentially a final decider, like, two years ago, if uh, Julia had been healthy. So. Yeah, so they had their match last year that Momo beat Julia. Um, straight mm-hmm. up. So, and that stopped Julia, because Julia was at 13 and Momo was at, like, 6. Uh, I, yeah. could, I could see them just kind of running reverse and having Julia win here. Um, I don't know. I think Julia going to 7 would be almost, like, too powerful. The thing <laughs> um, is, is, that, is that Julia, this is going to be her, what is that, 4 or 5? This is her 6th match. This is Momo's 5th. So Momo still has a, is a match right. behind, and she has six. Um, yeah. So, so she can draw here, and then I would have her losing to Azumi. And she probably drops one of her other matches, maybe to Mina. And she finishes around nine. I think that would be fair for Momo. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on where the ceiling is. Because, I mean, the Blue Stars block is, yeah. like, the harder block to kind of predict at well, this point. I'm always assuming, like, ten points. So I think going into the last day with nine... 
would put her in a position to be like, oh, well, if she wins, she just goes through, because then it's the odd number. Hmm. So I would have her go... I would have this end in a draw. That would be an interesting... I don't know, I feel like there's... I feel like Julia already having a draw kind of deters me from feeling that way, but I can definitely see it. I mean, they're running more draws this year than usual. Um, yeah. I My gut tells me Julia's winning this. Um that's especially, fair. especially because I think Momo definitely has. That I think Julia winning match. is like the last, the last of the options. Because like, uh, if she hasn't beat Momo yet, I don't well, know if you give it away. I think we in also tournaments. I think I think the way that I'm also looking at it is that uh, let me let me look at Julia's tournament. Julia has an Izumi loss. I think she's going to have. Um, Julia has a Mike loss. I think she's going to have, and then she has Utami, and that's it. Mm. I, I so I see two upsets in her future, and then Utami is a wild card. Um. I think yeah. that Julia can use a win here. That's fair. Yeah, I guess. I guess I could go with that. So yeah, I I, I would say Julia over Momo here. All right. Uh, the main event then is Mayu Utani versus Ami Sore. Okay, main event. Um, okay. The this is a valid main event though because um because and it's Mayu. You know, yes, but because Natsuko is at twelve points, uh, everybody is uh. Everybody is eliminated in their next loss. That's not that supportive for surety. Mayu has two points still to come from what would have been the Saya match, right? Uh, I think I'm looking at something different from you. Um, Because for me, right now, Mayu has seven points. Yeah, okay. So mine has five, but it has the the Saya match grayed out. So that would be seven. Yeah, Saya was going to be her second to last match. So she could have 13, couldn't she? If she wins all three of her matches coming up, which is Ami, uh, oh, yeah. it's it's Ami, Kid, and... Right. Oh, match. yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. Mayu, Siri. Kid, Siri. Mayu, Shuri, and yeah. So this weekend, right, and I, I told Scott yeah. this because I wanted to get his hopes up. Uh, if Mayu <laughs> wins both of her matches this weekend, she's the favorite to win the tournament, right. in my opinion. Uh, because wow. at that point, she has Kid, who at most she would draw against, and mm. her drawing would mean Natsuko goes through. So basically, if, if if Mayu wins her two matches this weekend, it is between Mayu and Natsuko. Outside of the yeah. very off possibility that Kid sneaks out a win against Mayu, which feels like that's not this year, personally. No. Um but we do she have to start wrong. getting away from Mayu beating the brakes off of Starlight Kid every yes, year but, on the but final. That's, but that's why I mean is I think it's a, it, it's more likely to be a draw for me. Yeah, that's why okay. I've been seeing this entire time. But if she wins these two matches and then she draws, that means Natsuko wins the tournament. Okay. Um. So she, well then. Yeah. <laughs> Mayu wins here. Mayu Mayu beats Ami. The big the big question is the Shuri match that we'll talk about in a few minutes. Um, yes. But with that with this. With this win from Mayu over Ami, Ami's the first wrestler eliminated from the tournament. Um, wow. Before Hanan. Before anybody. Is uh, Ki- oh, Natsupoi is out, is she? Natsupoi's not out. Rest- Natsupoi's... Is she not? Wait, what do you mean? Well, is she not I mean, the card, is... are you saying? No, I just mean is Natsupoi eliminated, but I don't think so. No, Natsupoi's like one one. second. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know if she had enough matches left. Because she's four points left to get? Yeah, four. I have so many oh. spreadsheets open, you don't even understand. I'm trying to look for where I can <laughs> okay. answer this question. Um, uh, no, Natsuko. So, so the big, the big thing is Natsuko at most can lose three times. 
Right. If she loses to Hazuki, it's gonna she's gonna be six and three. So anybody with three losses that isn't Kid or uh, Suzu can't win at right. that point if they have three losses. So we're looking at Mayu who has two losses and one draw. If Mayu wins all of her matches, then she will just barely squeak out a win over Natsuko um, right. with thirteen points. If Mayu loses one more of her matches, she is at three three and one, and that means that she can no longer beat Natsuko because she just by default uh, would tiebreak lose against Natsuko. And so for okay. who are you asking about? Like about Natsupoi. Natsupoi has six matches. She has three more to go. Um, so she has room to, to go. She has so. she has room to lose one more match. Okay. All right. And then yeah. Interesting. That that's where we're at. It's it's Natsupoi and Shuri are the only ones that have any room whatsoever. And Tam. But Tam's Tam. All right. That makes sense. So, yeah, I hope Mayu's... that makes sense to everybody. Yes. Okay. Um, so Mayu is winning here. Um, yes. And then and Ami's we... first eliminated. So the next show to preview then is a pay-per-view. This is on September 3rd. Uh, this is the five-star special in Hiroshima supported by SoftBank. Oh, I left out the Starverse Presents. Really, really disappointed in myself there. How um, dare you. <laughs> um, this page did not translate, so that's that's great. That's always fun. Now it translated. That. I, I mean, you that. have the pictures. You have the pictures. That's fair. Pictures. That's true. Um, I mean, the attendance talk, I know you don't care, but only the front row is sold out. That's kind of... This is Hiroshima, strange. though, so it's like it's a bit up in the air. Yeah. Usually. I only run this like once or twice a year. That's true. I'm just surprised. Like, usually there's at least like two different ones, but they're, they're just like, nah, we're, we're only getting one, so... We also yeah. never know because you know what happened last time. That's true, but Shinobu Kandori, baby. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Dump Matsumoto stands are gonna be walking up for this one, but maybe, maybe. Um, the opening match of this card is a three-way battle. Oh, this is a dark match. So the dark match is a three-way battle: Amisore, Lady C, and Yunamizumori. Who knows? It's the dark match. We probably won't ever see it. Ami. Yeah. That's true. Um, the match after that. Also a dark match, Azumi and Miu Amasaki Aww. versus FWC. Wow, crazy. Um, I was excited for this one. This was I, I I've seen this match before. Yeah. We've seen this match. It was last year's Goddess. Oh yes, yes. Tournament. Um, Hazuki uh, just beat the fuck out of Miu. Yeah. That's what happened in that match. So I imagine that will also happen in this match. Possibly. Uh, no. This this seems like a match that would be really good on pay per view because FWC is always good on pay per view. As an opener, uh, so that... it would be a lot better than the actual opener. I feel like. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, I won't complain the, about shorter yeah, cards. Really I mean, I think streamlining your cards is is a pretty great thing. I mean, this is a long fucking card. Let's be let's be clear. That's true. That is true. <laughs> um the actual opener of the show then is a six-woman tag match. Micah, Tekla and Megan Bain take on Mina Shirakawa, Mariah May and Hanako. So, um pretty interesting Club Venus and its bouncer. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, Rose Gold got one over on Megan Bain on the last pay-per-view, so I don't know if they can do that again. I mean, Tekla is right no. there, but I, I would suspect Micah can turn the tides here. Yeah, and Hanukkah's. So, I feel like Hanukkah, Megan Bain is such a rough matchup for Hanukkah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. All right. Uh, the next match, then, is a Blue Stars block match. It is Utami Haishishita versus Momo Watanabe. Um, boy, this is a pretty boy. big match. This is a feud that they never fully paid off. Um, Moturn on Queen's Quest. Uh, I think they tried to do something then. 
like way after the fact, but it was like, oh, it's a bit too late now. Um, hmm, who wins this? I feel like this is a Momo win. I think um, at that point, maybe, is a new Tommy just like out of the tournament or something? I don't know. No, no, it's pretty hard though. It's pretty uphill battle. Utami then sits at three yeah. and three. If if Utami beats Mariah May, which she probably will, um, she sits at mm-hmm. three and three. Momo would be at uh four and two in the event that she okay. beats Ju- or she loses to Julia, um, or f- yeah, four and two. And then yeah, I mean it's so log jammed, man. Like it's everybody's on the same level and like i said momo has another match to lose really. who's uh what's um, utami's running because i know she's got julia she's probably got um she still has hana okay, to go so she'll win that she still has uh yes yeah, she, she will win that let, let me check this right now she has hanan mariah may which is happening soon uh, she has mariah momo mm. and then she has julia so yeah uh, yeah hard, i just though. Hanan, she wins. Mariah, she. I feel like if she beats Mariah and Hanan, that's what, eight points? Yeah, from here. And then she probably beats Julia, but that's only 10. So unless she gets points off Mariah, but. I don't know. That's kind of an interesting one. Um, Do you think she beats Julia as well? Oh, yeah. I think the only thing is now. Now that we don't know if they're doing the briefcase thing, because it doesn't seem like they are. Like, if, if if Utami was winning the tournament, her losing to Momo would set up a briefcase-style match, but they aren't doing that anymore because they kind of seem to drop it. Um, Like, I don't know. I don't see a point in Momo winning, but... You know, actually, I think you, you're probably right, because the way I went into this tournament, I was expecting Momo to... Not struggle, but definitely not be at the top of the block, uh, like yeah. she is now with still another match to go. Um, to be at six points with less matches than anybody else is kind of insane for her. So not anybody else, like Micah has about the same. Yeah, but still, you get what I mean. Uh, I think Utami winning is far more likely now than I did at the beginning. Like this felt like such an easy Momo win because it's like yeah. she needs something. But it feels like Momo's getting a lot more than Utami is. <laughs> so I think Utami might be the one that yeah. needs something. Especially so, if we're still sticking to the idea up? that she needs to win the block. I mean, 12 points wins the other block, so 12 probably wins hers. So beating Momo gets yeah. her in line and, for 12. And... and she can drop to Mirai then as well. I would assume that's more likely. Yeah, and then Momo goes to three and three, middle of the yeah. tournament. She still has some to go. Uh, let me. I'm looking at what Momo has next. Uh, Momo doesn't have much left, actually. I think well, three and three would leave her with three left. So. Yeah. So she would have Hanan, who's. Yeah. Could uh, upset Momo. I feel like I feel like uh, Hanan could upset Momo. She won't. But that's a we'll have Momo to gets see. upset we'll have pretty to much see. every tournament. Um. And Azumi, of course. So, yeah, no, I, I yeah. think it's a new Tommy win. I think it's a new All Tommy right. win, actually. Um, the next match, then, is a Red Stars block match. It is Tam Nakano versus Starlight Kid. This is Starlight Kid's tournament. Yeah. Which she wasn't going to win anyway, but she will be officially. Oh, eliminated. right. So you think she's uh, losing to Tam? <laughs> okay. I don't know. 
the, the fact that I feel like so the, and this is where the math comes in, right? Uh, the tournament on the red side is so yes. fucked right now because Natsuko is doing so well and because uh, Saya is out. So it, it she's doing yeah. even better right now. <laughs> I imagine Natsuko is probably losing to Saya. Well, the entire thing's different, but besides the point. Um, basically, the next two weeks are going to be really hard for for Kid, uh, because she has this match mm-hmm. that she needs to win to even be still involved, and then next week she has Azuki, who which is a a sudden death match right. between the both of them if either of them lose. Issue is is that Tam also has a lot of matches that, you know, she has Suzu next week, where it's like, okay, can she lose two in a row to keep both Kid and Suzu in? Probably not. She's the world champion. Three in a row because it's Natsuko. Um, so all the all the Starlight Kid fans out there might need to cry me a river because I think she's eliminated and she's right. Tam. Well, it's either Suzu or Kid loses to Tom. Um, and yeah, and okay. and that's the elimination. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like Suzu losing would kind of go counter to a lot of the stuff she's been talking about recently. Um, because isn't that at that generational struggle bargain? Okay, yeah, I feel like you can't have Suzu lose that. And the other aspect is, is that Suzu has Suzuki a week before the the end of the tournament. And if Suzuki lasts that long, that will be a a sudden death match as well. And if Suzu lasts that long. Um, so it feels like Kid is just getting Mm -hmm. left out to pasture here. And that's going to be like a bigger match. It's Suzuki Suzu. Um, I think Suzuki probably beats uh, Kid next week, and then you know she well, she's yeah. into the. I mean, Suzu Kid's match tournament matters. is obviously going to be what she does on the last oh, and day. Match, I would sure. imagine. So yes, she can get eliminated. But I, I still feel like they probably want to keep Hazuki in. Hazuki probably does the opposite of what she did last year and just like goes on a run. So yeah, she'll she she'll stick in. So yeah, I think Kid exactly. So Kid loses to Tam because Suzu probably beats Tam to set up yes. a red belt match or just to do the generational struggle stuff. Um, just yeah. for Suzu to survive until... Yeah, because you cannot really have Tam much. lose three in a row and Kid, her tournament is going to be fucking up Mayu on the final day, probably. Theoretically. So, Theoretically. All right. um, I, I think... I think kid was just kind of poised for a yeah she's i mean we uh, and that's not me being a hater i just think i i think post passion injection that was yeah. kind of what i saw is that it's like okay she's not she's downsized she's down cycled you know it was want. about time she'd have yeah. she'd been in the spotlight basically since the heel turn i agree everybody has to do it mm-hmm. so hell yeah, yeah down cycle her yep. let her get a big moment Never. against mayu and you can heat her back up when you want. And uh, I think that's okay. So the next match, and this is an interesting one. Red Stars block. Mayu Iwatani versus Suri. So, um, yeah, I think the record... As I said, this is pretty much... Uh, <laughs> this is pretty much whether Mayu right. wins the tournament or not. I mean, Mayu uh, has me. to win. I feel like her being in contention on the last day is very important to Starlight Kid. So, yes, but again, that this also means that only Mayu or Natsuko could realistically win. Because uh, if she wins these two, I believe this, these are her last two matches, if I'm not correct. 
Uh, Is Yuri not have, like, loads of matches yeah, so... still to go? I feel like I've barely seen her. Shuri... Shuri has Saya, which isn't happening. She has Tam, she has Kid, um, after this match. So she has three more matches, actually. She not have a fourth? She has the Mayu match, she has the Tam match, she has the Kid match, she has the Ami match. Right. So there's a lot of points there for Siri to pick up still, to get herself yes. in contention. Um, so, but to, to explain a little bit of what I mean by this is basically Mayu's tournament, Mayu or Natsuko, if Mayu beats both Shiri and Ami, is that uh, Mayu will move up with the uh, addition of the two points from Saya. Mayu, where is my, where's on... my chart? There it is. I don't know. It's be on nine, wouldn't she, by this point? So Mayu, Mayu, if she beats Ami and she beats Shuri, oh, wrong one. I'm putting in the okay. map. Uh, she will be at right. nine points. Um, and she will have two. Oh, she'll have yeah. two more to go, huh? She'll have Kid, and she will have just Kid. Wait, what am I? What Do am I not doing? add in the two. Oh, I'm I didn't add in the two. Oh, right, okay. That's what it was. Uh, so if Mayu wins out this tur this this weekend, she'll have no more matches. She'll right. be at eleven points. Um, outside of the outside of Kid beating Mayu on final day, Mayu or Natsuko is the only right. two people who. Can but I, th I think by now sure we've all come to terms with the fact Pora is a very likely finalist. Unless Mayu yes. is simply winning, but that eliminates that, that eliminates Suzu, that eliminates uh, Hazuki, that kind of eliminates you, Shuri. Yeah, you're that probably you're probably effectively okay with eliminates that, Tam. You are probably okay with that. I, I'm just saying it would only mean two matches matter on the last yeah, day. Yeah, but I mean they've got an entire other block for for that stuff. So I, I think Mayu has to win because I I feel like that's the most important element. I. Like I've been saying, I think if Mayu wins these two matches, I think she. I don't wins think the so. Tournament. I think if Mayu is winning the tournament, run. she'd have dropped the IWGP Mayu. belt. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think it's that I, important. I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I think. I think that the. I think Tam Mayu, like maybe not double gold, but Tam Mayu. Yeah. IWGP well, I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely not like ruling it out. At. But I. I think uh, Tora could just be the finalist. Um, but. Uh, we will have to wait and see. Um, I feel like, like I said, I feel like I'm just so uncertain about yes. everything in Blue Block. I don't know if I would see any of them winning. You know, they did that last year. I'm really not feeling They did feeling that last year, though, and you by the I mean? final day, we were like, oh, well, Julia's just going through. So, like, things can fall into place. Um, so I wouldn't be too panicked about it. But we'll have to wait and see, really. Uh, the next match, anyway, was a high-speed championship match. Saki Kashima defends against Momo Kogo. And, I mean, Saki is retaining. She isn't dropping this to anyone other than May Sarah. This could be fun, though. I mean, I would imagine it's know, better than the Koguma match. Eh. Yeah, it depends on what Saki's up I, to. I think she'll be, she'll be good. I think Kogo yeah. would at least carry it, even if not, because she'll do the whole, oh my god, I love you gimmick. Yeah. She, yeah, she really so gives a fuck. I think yeah. she will. Uh, <laughs> she will make it work. Um, let's see. The match after that is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. Siri Anu and Natspoid against against Suzu Suzuki and May Sarah. Um, yeah, May Sarah and Suzu feel like very standard V one fodder. Um, just because. Which is a shame because I would yeah. be so fun if they were. I mean, they don't have factions, but, so yeah. it's just very unlikely. Me. Yeah. 
Um, and and for me, I mean, this match means uh, that Natsupoi isn't winning the tournament. So. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm well, she it. she was never really going to win the tournament, yeah. sadly. Even though she's the best wrestler on the planet. Um, yeah, cry me a river. <laughs> so I I. It, I'm using that. I'm using that every day now. I hope you know that. <laughs> um, so. The website has the last two matches in, in an order that I don't think they're going to go because I doubt this. Sh- I don't think any of the show is going to go in the order that it's. No, because there, there's like, like a 0% chance the strong belt main events over the Wonder yeah. title. But the website. I also don't think that even the, the high speed belt goes over Mayu Shiro. I don't know. Sometimes you know they do I mean? like to like get the GP stuff out of the way and then do the other stuff. So I don't really know. But we'll have to. I would, you know, I would prefer it if they ran the GP stuff all first. Yeah. Before any of the like tag matches and shit. Because that's usually what they do for like non GP. But this is a Hiroshima special. Yeah, it's a five star special. It's dumb. It's uh, cool. Anyway, the next match on the lineup is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Mirai takes on Konami. Um, let's see what Konami's been cooking. Yeah, that's that's the story I of mean, this match. I, I feel like at this stage she's pretty much back. Um, if not to stardom, then to wrestling. <laughs> like she's going to America, you know. Yeah, like, there's no, yeah, there's true. no more. I forgot that. that yeah, was like already. this woman <laughs> is wrestling, so I think she's going to look better than she has since the Julia match. Um, and this will probably be very good, but I mean. Mariah's retaining. Like you aren't. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at Konami right now. She kind of looks like a an anime character. Maybe she's in the New York thing. <laughs> look at her. Look at that, her like brooding that, state. That was um, an assumption floated my way by people. So I think maybe that's why Katsune got her is because she's over already. But I don't know for sure. It's possible. So who knows? Maybe. Um, she's yes. losing this match, but I am interested to see what her first big singles like genuinely like big title match <laughs> i like how you have to add that because last time i, know I was she had like the shuri match. The, the i know shuri she had the shuri match, match. <laughs> yeah i like it. i know the shuri match okay. happened but that was like that felt yeah. that was different like this feels like an actual the first actual uh show me what you got yeah. type of match since the julia and match I, I think she'll um, pass with flying colors i mean she she kept up with yeah, i'm sure i'm sure it'll be really good she can keep up with uh mirai so i think she'll be okay yeah when did she keep tag up? Tag match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, um, yeah no. This, this, that would be a good match. I'm excited to see uh, the limb work in that, actually, because I think Mariah's an underrated seller. Uh, and I think she can kind of do good against yeah, Cody. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the last match on the lineup is the NJPW Strong Women's Championship match. Julia defends against Risa Sarah of Prominence. Um, this is a Julia... I mean, Julie's retaining. She isn't dropping this belt. I think Risa Sarah should win. Yes, of course. Because <laughs> um, uh, Risa Sarah is also off to that anime fed thing that the, is is yeah. maybe exists. I don't really know. Um, She's also in Diamond Eagle. Yes, that, that too. Um, that. Yeah, this is a uh, Julia defense because she yeah, she isn't losing. I don't know who's going to challenge her next. Probably another outsider. Um Misaki, maybe uh, God knows, Moka Inaba. <laughs> throw names at a wall. Just That'd be fun. I think throw Inaba your names at a wall. Um, um, well, I mean, it's it's already September. Maybe they just wait out until next um, year. Possibly, yeah. Because I don't think there's any other. That's true. Big actually, shows between now yeah. and. Well, I don't know. Impact might want her for something. 
Have they got Bound for Glory soon? Potentially. Is that, are they still doing that? They, do they could ask her to Bound for Glory. I mean, they seem pretty like into the New Japan connection now, so they might get Julia back for that. Um, maybe not. I don't really know. But, um, yeah. It'd be against, like, Deanna, probably. But that would mean they would have to have their girl lose. On the... She she already she lost to Trinity. I think she's fine now to lose. So, That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't yet. No, I'm, so, I'm so far behind. I haven't even seen Sari and Harisa uh, Nakajima. So, yeah. Me neither. Me neither. I, I've, I've yeah. always been... Oh, because, like, I was meeting people um, at, like, EVE and and before All In, who are Joshi fans, who were like, oh, did you watch the Sari match? I was like, no, I was traveling that day. I I still haven't seen it. It's it's great. Um, but, yeah, so, no, I, I'm a bit behind. But I will I will watch Trinity versus Diana and um, and Sari versus Arisa. Probably today. Probably after... after uh, I somehow find a way to watch Chelsea versus Wimbledon. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Um, Julia's retaining. Uh, this is a fun-looking card, but I, I really don't know if there's going to be anything major happening. Um, so much on it. I love that you say that. There's going to be something really Probably. Stupid. There's going to be some you know, major development I for mean, no reason. I mean, I'm, I'm still waiting for this uh, Sari woman to like get her balls together to challenge Mayu. Uh, well I don't know if you if you have, have spoiled, spoiled. the Arisa Nakajima match. Um don't think that's well, happening anytime soon. You know, they're they're a small fed. They can afford to have their champion lose to Mayu. Alex. What? Alex. Let's be real. I am. Not only is Sari not losing to Mayu but uh, the Beyond the Sea champion salary is not losing I don't mind. know, man. I, I, I think I they would just be happy to have their problem. belt put out there. Yeah, I guess. Did, was was Yoshiko the champion when Mayu beat um, years ago? No, I don't think so. Or did she lose she it dropped already? it to... I think Venny was champ, but I don't know. I cannot remember. It was either Venny or Arisa, because they're like the only two people who have held it. And Rio. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Hiroyo for that one like, random spell. That was yeah. so depressing. I was, like, so excited for her to be champion that she was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was the, um, one of the peak of my cynicism eras. I was like, oh, you're just not going to let Hiroyo Matsumoto do anything. Great. Cool. Um, but yeah. That was in 2021. Yeah. Um, I think it was vacant. Maybe? Because Yoshiko vacated it. Yeah, it it's matter. it's fine. None of this matters. But yeah, um, I I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't know. I feel like somebody has to challenge somebody. So we're gonna get something surprising because it's either Julia or Mayu. Right? Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I. Where is my yeah. Mayu's against Shuri? I mean, if Shuri beats Mayu, she could challenge her for the yeah the IWGP. Well, I guess maybe. Like I don't know because I I feel like there's been no. New Japan hasn't said anything about a historic crossover, so I assume they're not doing it. Um, but you'd have to imagine yeah. you'd have to imagine that like belt that pops card. back up on a New Japan show soon because it's been a long time. So I don't really know. I just feel like either I'm actually shocked they didn't get it for like yeah. a destruction, like such as know, from man. just a small um, little thing. But I just assume 
Julia or Mayu will get a challenger that like is a bit out of left field because that seems to be the path we're going down now, just like fully. So I wonder who the white next white woman is. Because I feel like we're about due. Like I feel like it's dude. Like, I, I've I given like up on predicting. By like, now, they just pull the most random yeah. people ever. Um, <laughs> like because like yeah. we're, we're sitting at two. We're sitting at two right now, and it's like it's been a it's been a few weeks. It's been a, a month or two since uh since Megan Bain debuted. So it's like you're gonna need like somebody for the post GP run. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like yeah. it's it's quite honestly, they just seem to pull whoever. Uh, it was pointed out to me that they did start following Alice Inc. on on Instagram or something. So um, it, who was that? I, I brought her up before as somebody who I think is really cool. She's like Swedish, I think. Um, she does kicks. Um, so yeah, apparently Stardom is following her on socials now. So maybe Alice Inc. is coming over. But at last time I said that, she was booked on some intergender fed in Copenhagen or something. So maybe not. Um, but yeah, that maybe that's it. Maybe it's some other random European. Maybe it's some top-of-the-line American. Uh, God knows, really, uh, with Stardom these days. So... Yeah. Indeed. Um, but that's that. I think that's the show. I don't think we have anything else left to discuss. Uh, I think my match kicks off in five minutes anyway, so we made great time. So. Ooh, you know what? We we've we've kind of. I know you said that we might not do this anymore, but it's been a few weeks. What's your what's your top three matches right now? Oh lord, I think it's. I, I don't think anything is broken to my top three since we last did it. Like it's still. Really? I can't even remember what number one was, though. I'm going to be honest. I think it was Siri Suzu was still one. Uh, you might have had Natsupoi Suzu. Or Shuri, oh, it was Natsupoi Siri, Siri Suzu. I think it was like Ano versus somebody. But Micah? Might have been Micah. But yeah, I don't think anything has broken into that range since. Like, See. everything's been just below it. My top three is probably Shuri Suzu at the one, yeah. Tam Mayu at the two. Oh yeah, that was class. And I don't know about my three. Like, like I've been deciding because like Utami Azumi is always my favorite match at the tournament. Must be real. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's like, it, like so it was great. But I don't know if I would put it there. Not to play Mayu, I was actually really fond of. Uh, same with not to play Shuri. So those three are kind of like lingering around the same area for me at the number three. Um. But yeah, Shuri Suzu and Tamai, you are like my standout number one and two. All right. Um, well, that is that show. Um, we will be back yes, next week to discuss uh, the Nats Point match from the Sendai Girls Big Show in Niigata. Uh, we'll review the pay-per-view and uh, whatever's up from the Fukuyama show. And then we have some big shows to look ahead to. Dream Tag Festival in the Yokohama Budokan and the Korokan Hall show with um, some very decisive matches. Warfare. We have... That's potentially huge Julia and Micah match on that show. So um it could be yeah. in for a very landscape changing week. So uh, stay tuned. That, that that could be the day that makes or breaks DD. Yes. <laughs> very much Because I imagine either either like Suzu joins or Micah yeah. leaves. Like I feel like that's where we're heading. And has to one be. of those things is going to be good and one of those things is gonna be also good, but Yes. bad for julia very very bad for julia <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah we're we're strapped in ready to go um but with that it is time to close the show if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit believe today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in Ijo. Ijo.